Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Tokus steps to the edge of the hole and I start to repel. You can make out a few stone buildings in various states of decay and a fallen obelisk welcoming all comers to the city of Ildrazer and directions pointing to different districts or landmarks. Unfortunately, the obelisk is clearly not in its intended orientation. What do you say we head for the Mithril Mines? Okay. Your guess would be that the mines are south. We head south then. You see up ahead one of those glowing patches of green, a collection of oversized mushrooms. Some of the closest mushrooms start emitting this piercing, wailing sound. With a flourish, Tokus stabs the first mushroom, and then with a flick of the wrist, flicks out a little spurt of fire. Stripey tears into it and takes his revenge. As it falls to the ground, the screams die out. The whole cave falls eerily silent. Hey, Aslo, how's that corrosive flesh doing for you? You feeling okay, bud? What corrosive flesh? And I look down and my arm's falling off. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's only a flesh wound. I didn't feel a thing. How strange. Uh, Yeah, that's not looking good, is it? Uh, Tokus, would you mind uh, taking a look at this by any chance? I guess we ought to get that looked at, huh? (laughs) Seeing what you can figure out. All right, and I I snap on some elastic gloves. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Just like in the Patreon video. Hey, if you haven't checked out our Patreon or the Patreon video, consider giving that a watch where I snap on some elastic gloves. (laughs) All right, so, uh, yeah, we're going to, we'll do a medical inspection. Okay. Okay. I don't want to touch it with my bare hands. I have gloves, don't I? <laughs> yeah, why would you? That's yeah. nasty. I don't want that happening to me. You've probably got, like, thick hide leather gloves for working with chemicals. All right. Well, as Shaba and I are tending to Aslo, I will mention to him, by the way, remember that thing I was saying earlier where, like, it'd be really cool if your character also had, like, an affliction that gives you some sort of superpowers? Like, what if you became, like, one with the mushroom uh, disease and you could, like, sprout <laughs> tendrils or something, like, grow extra arms in those? extra arms could also wield swords and then you could be quadradueling yeah it could be uh could be good and bad i imagine so maybe we should just let this fester a little bit <laughs> just just to see if you get any superpowers you know yeah and then heal it okay i'm uh, i'm tracking with you that sounds good <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of uh superpowers are my ability scores permanently changed while i'm aware at uh, no it's just in where at form. Okay. Yeah, you have to wait till the next full moon before you get to do cool things again. Uh, okay. Right on. Cool, cool. Yeah. Or you could give into it. That's true. I could harness the power and wield it as my own. Maybe we should all just be like well, evil. That's always like our plan C. Yeah, our e- evil people who have different diseases and things, and we just harness it for good ish. <laughs> just a bunch of mutant freaks. Yeah, for Aslo, <laughs> do some research and like find the vampire cult and get him to go hang out with them or something, like go get a beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, I already have this like rotting flesh disease. So what did your what did your test determine? Well, uh, I need to roll a d a d twenty. Make a medicine check medicine yeah i mean chava's way better at that but i rolled a 15 so hang on i am uh, yep and it is just a 15 all right as well i'll give you a look uh that is an eight 
<laughs> this job is just like leaning over like, yep, that looks like it's uh, <laughs> yep, pretty rough. pretty bad. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> well, <let's see. laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that. See ya. And meanwhile, like, Tokus is trying to come up with a cure-all, like, I'm mixing potions, like, uh, I'll fix you up, buddy. Ezric made this for me one time, maybe we'll work on this. It doesn't look like it's any sort of lasting, debilitating thing. You could probably heal it up with standard healing magic. Alright, in that case, I guess I'll use a spell slot to cast Cure Wounds. Oh, sweet. And we'll see what happens. First time Um, you've ever done that, isn't it? Yeah, I guess wow. so. You could have been healing us for so long. <laughs> so, Azo, I heal you for five. Nice. Well, don't you have to, like, breathe Kavaki onto his wound or something? Yeah, I go... Because <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to really get close to it. Yeah, I just hawk a loogie on it and call it good. <laughs> wow, thanks, Zab. I feel great. Good vibes of Kavaki in that loogie. <laughs> Yeah, there's the healing light of Kavaki is all up in there. You like say like a prayer to the lamp ram lord before you spit. That's how you cast spells. I love it. Uh, <laughs> like we each have like our own like weird spell casting. Uh, <laughs> You're doing like ramlord prayers. I've got like yeah. technological gadgetry, and then Aslo, Aslo's like a by the books kind of mage, right? Mm, so true. Like you have like some of your textbooks because you have like such a bad memory. Aslo cast spells using the power of hollow compliments. No, we, we can play that into your character though, because you have such a bad memory or selective memory. You like carry books from your, like your college years. It has like all your spells written on them, and you're reading as you cast spells. There's actually a character in one of my books who does that. He's like. He gets sort of drafted into service as a war priest, and he actually has to... He keeps, like, little scraps of paper with his spells on them and, like, keeps them all in his pockets and stuff because he can't remember them. <laughs> oh, which one do I need to cast? Yeah, oh, exactly. Did I leave it in my other jacket? <laughs> Dang it! That's great. I think I will further that by uh, casting another healing spell on myself. How are you guys doing on hit points, by the way? I'm solid. Stripey's down by two, but he can probably hang for now. All right. Unless he's necrotically, like, rotting away. Yeah, how is Stripey doing? Is he, like, missing some fur? Did he take necrotic damage as well? Yeah, it's the same sort of thing, but it's only two points. Well, I rolled max on my healing, so back up to full. Sweet. So we listen out and see if maybe all that screaming did anything, or... or... Okay, so you just stay where you are and listen? Yeah. Yep. Stand at the ready. Guys, it's going to take a while for the bears and the dragons to get here. Are we sure we don't want to move to a more strategic vantage? Well, let's hang out and listen for just a second. This is ridiculous. As we're standing there, we're looking around the room to see if we can move to a more strategic place. Um, the city, you mean? If we need to. Yeah, like fall back to the city, get behind some pillars, something like that. There are some ruined buildings nearby, just a little bit off the path. Okay, perfect. Yeah, let's hunker down. Okay. Wait it up. So you climb over some rubble and behind a low wall, attempt to hide yourselves among the ruins, and listen and watch for anything. Do you keep your light lit, or are you hiding? Just put it out and let's... We're, we're relying on our ears right now. That's true. How about we have me poke out and look around, and then maybe... Shaba, can't you sense? Can't you range? Yeah, so me and Aslo's ears, Tokus's eyes, and Stripey's nose. Yeah, I, I dampen the light. I cover it up. Hide it under a bushel. Like, seriously, we have a pretty sensitive group, and we don't use it very often. Would you like to make your own stealth checks to hide yourselves, or do you want me to make those? I'll make the stealth checks. 
as we go to do that, I also have this, and I lift up the necklace from around my neck. Should I use this? Magical darkness. Yes, Magical do it darkness. now. Uh, aren't they gonna be like, hey, why don't I just go after that patch of black magic energy? No, they can't tell because it's so dark. Yeah, I unscrew it and pull the thing out to let darkness envelop us. Okay, so now Tokus can't see either. Exactly. That's okay. We just want to listen out for a few minutes. It's okay. I'll do cave checks or something useful. Uh, so I need to roll my stealth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I roll two dice and take the lower. Well, that's a two. 22 for Aslo. I got a three, technically. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I have disadvantage, so I had to roll 2d20. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, Stripey got a 12 and Shao got a 17. So I'm like feeling around in the darkness. <laughs> Tokus just starts rolling around on his armor. <laughs> you try to stand up on the edge, look over the wall before it goes dark, and then you slip and start tumbling down the rocks and spilling everything. Knocks over the rest of the Positioning yourselves as well as you can and trying to be as quiet as possible, Shaba and Aslo, you can hear... What sounds like a little bit of wind picking up nearby. Seems like it's coming from farther down the path. It's just the wind. Which path? The one that you were just on in the direction you were headed. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It's only the wind, Hazel. It's okay. Are, are you sure? Not really. <laughs> Let's keep listening. Okay. We hang out for a little bit, and if we don't hear anything else, then we'll, I guess, put the dark stone away and let Tokus take a look. How do I get back to them if the dark stone's in effect? You're still with us. Yeah, you're still all together. You hear the wind again a couple seconds longer, and then you hear a light tapping sound coming from the path nearby. Sounds like around where the mushrooms were. Oh, good gracious. Uh, you should put away the dark stone so Tokus can look. But then whatever it is will be able to see us. Well, we don't know that necessarily. I think it's better that we don't see them than that they do see us. Okay, you know I mean? good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so what are things we can do out of the darkness? We have Shaba's range. Aslo, couldn't you communicate with the thing? We can do whatever we want out of the darkness. I could take a shot at disadvantage and see if I could hit whatever it is. Take a literal shot in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but But couldn't we try to communicate with it? Uh, if you want to. Well, yeah, we could freak it out. Be like, go away. <laughs> I don't think we want it any more freaked out than it already is. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Go back to your home. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> As time passes, it sounds like this tapping is maybe some type of claw or similar hard thing on mm. stone. And you can also hear something soft sliding across the stone every once in a while. Ooh. Whatever it is, it sounds disgusting. Yeah, trogs, bears, and dragons. Oh my. I just stay still. I just stay quiet. Yeah, same. And wait. Well, you could message us. That's true. But it's also whispering, like you whisper the message so we can just whisper to each other. After about 15 seconds of whatever movement happening over there, you hear it start coming towards you. All right. I would like to cast Mage Hand off to my right and just try to get it to knock into something to like cause a distraction away from us. You're just kind of sporadically casting. You can't really see what it's touching you could pick up a rock and mage hand that and then throw it somewhere yeah pick up a pebble yeah. and, ha- and have the mage hand just toss it away yeah i'll do that mage hand grab it and move it as far away as possible 30 feet and then drop it or throw it what is the radius of your darkness 20 feet i think 
you carefully carry the rock out into the open and then drop it with your mage hand. And throw it if I can. Well, it can't really do that. Okay. And you hear the tapping sounds stop momentarily when the rock hits, and there's a little rush of air, and you can feel it, the air just brushing past your face. Mm. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> I think I know, guys. I don't say anything, though. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> and it once again starts tapping away, this time towards the rock, you think? You're all just cowering in fear in the ruins here. Yeah, what else <laughs> yep, are we supposed to do? <laughs> We're waiting to see where it goes. It's just funny seeing all of your facial expressions here. <laughs> we continue to do nothing, except be really, really scared. <laughs> yeah. Time passes, and you're not quite sure what it's doing out there. It seems like it's walking around this whole area. It goes over to around where the rocks was that you dropped, and then seems to stop there for a minute, moves past that. It might even be entering the darkness. You're not quite sure how close it is. After about three minutes of this, you hear it eventually goes back towards the mushrooms. Sounds like something soft again dragging along the ground, and gusts of wind as heavy wings flap, and you can hear it clearly now. And then it flies off into the darkness. So we hear, like, the retreating of... Yeah, you heard the flapping going down the tunnel. farther away. <sighs> Guys, I think we're safe. I think we're alone now. The beating of our hearts is the only sound. <laughs> the beating of my heart's been the only sound I can hear for the last ten minutes. <laughs> I don't think that was the bears or the trogs. I thought no. it might be the bears, though, when we just heard, like, the... The tapping? Like, the claws, but then yeah. the wisping of air. There's only one thing that makes that kind of wind. A fell wind. Not a broken wind. Uh, <laughs> Payne, just, Payne just sighed inside his head. He didn't hear it, but he did. Um, he, okay. sh- he shook his head, though. <laughs> so I um, bottle up the darkness again. And then we peer up over the wall just to make sure, looking every direction. Oh, good. You guys are still alive. <laughs> I could have sworn one of the three of us gotten eaten just a moment ago. <laughs> I think we would have heard it. It just plucks us out of the dark and swallows it whole. That's terrifying. So you look around, everything looks the same as it was, except that two of the big mushrooms are gone. Mm. Home to the nest. These are like four or five foot tall mushrooms. Mm. Wow. They're just gone. Just gone. Interesting. Mm. (sighs) Well, guys, I'm starting to have second thoughts about going that direction. Yeah, maybe we were wrong on the obelisk thing. Well, wait, so that was the direction, though, of the mithril. Well, mm. with the, what we thought was the mithril mines, because... Uh, okay, so if we thought we were heading south, but there are dragons over here, then we were actually heading east. Yes. You know what direction you were headed. You were headed south, but... Oh, that's what break. we thought it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we thought towards. that the mithril mines were toward the south, but they're actually toward something else. Well, now we have our orientation. We're going to go back to the obelisk. We're going to look at the where it told us to go towards or which yeah. direction was where the dragon is because that's what we think we just encountered. Okay. Yeah, let's go back to the obelisk. Really inconvenient dungeon building that the screaming mushrooms are next to the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inconvenient for us. It just happened to happen that way. Alright, yeah. so let's All go right, back to so the obelisk. 
Yeah, and we'll we'll reorient with the now that we know some data, we should be able to know which way the obelisk fell. You make your way back to the landing area and try to reorient yourselves. So now, assuming that that was the direction towards the dragons, that would put Glenhammer Hall and the dragons to the south, the Embastion Plaza, Trogs, and Bears to the east, and then the mines to the west. So we head out west. The wild, wild west of Mithras. Because we're gonna be some cowboys, baby. <laughs> so, re- real quick, Aslo, I don't know why you wanted to come here, but we should just get the Mithril and get out. You know, I was thinking on my descent down the rope earlier, Shabba, you, were, you guys were asking me why, but remember when I first told you about the lost city of Ildrazer and you guys were like, whoa, dude, that sounds really cool. We should totally go to that because it sounds awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Well, here we are. That's the answer to your question. <laughs> yeah, but I said when we first got here and saw the city, I said, it's really hard for me to recapture my previous enthusiasm after seeing this big pit in the middle of the mm. place. I remember that I was enthusiastic and that I wanted to come here, but now that we're here, I'm not so sure it was such a good idea. So the screaming fungus and the possible giant winged, leathery, <laughs> leathery winged beast uh, didn't uh, change that for you at all? It cemented my previous position. This place reeks of adventure, Shaba. That's what we're here to do. It certainly does. Also death. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been as feared as I just was a moment ago in a really long time. That was quite harrowing. Either way, we're here now, so we might as well collect some loot and then scoop. You know what I'm saying? We might as well go to the mithril mines and mine some mithril. Mm-hmm. Do we bring our mining gear, by the way? That's a great question. Hey, remember when we played that one-off uh, session about the mines and we didn't bring mining gear? You can check that out on our Patreon if you're not already a Patreon subscriber. That will be out relatively soon. Or is that already out? Is that one of the episodes? That's yeah, that was released? one of the first ones we put out. That's yeah. right, yeah. Actually, as it turns out, I do have a miner's pick written on my very character sheet. Oh, dude, we're going to strike it rich. In the Mithril Mines. Kind of wonder why you have that on your character. Yeah, I also <laughs> still have, I'm still carrying a giant coral trident from one of the uh, fish oh, people that we killed. So I've been yeah. meaning to sell that thing off for, for weeks now and still haven't, so <laughs> there you have it. I don't think you're actually carrying <laughs> that or it would have come up. Yeah, it's considering it's like seven feet long and I'm only three yeah. feet long. One day, like, um, Sean's Sahuagin wife finds it in an old, uh, like, tr- like, like, trunk or suitcase <laughs> and he's like, this? This? This trident belonged to my ex-husband. He died. He disappeared. He went Listen, on a raid one dear. night and never returned. It's not what it looks like at all. I can explain. I'm not the one who killed him. <laughs> Plot twist. I can explain. It's not what you think. It was Aslo who did it. You're not the only Sahuagin that's been in my life. And then you have like another mortal enemy hunting you down. It's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forgive you for this. Well, that's why I said ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! With how Tokus's Sahuagin wife is now <laughs> canon, yeah, yeah, she's part yeah, it's, of a, it's a meme of the mind, yeah. at least. Well, I have to continue on the gnome race somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tokus, we're gonna have a talk after the end of this even, adventure. Even if they're <laughs> hideous half sea creature gnomes. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you know, I, I lay the eggs and then, and I'm like, and then what? Like, <laughs> I don't know how this works. Uh. 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the Mithril Mines. That's that's a conversation for you and I at a later time, Tokus. Now, <laughs> now's not the time. When I'm a little older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're a little older. <laughs> so yes, we go to the mines. You head west. The path here winds its way past a lot of large buildings. As you go farther, it seems like there are bigger and bigger stone structures here that have fallen down. Some of them are actually still standing, and it's hard to tell exactly what they were for. There's kind of generic rectangle buildings. path gets a little bit narrower, and passing between two buildings, whoever is in front, which I believe is usually Tokus. Especially in the dark. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. Tokus since yeah. I got over my fear of various things. Since Lobbock. Tokus, you feel a slight pressure around your ankles in the front for a second, and look down to see that it looks like you just stepped through a string that had been laid across the path. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody move. Make a dexterity check. Oh, no. Dexterity save, rather. Oh, Tokus's strong suit. Oh, no. (laughs) Seven. Good roll, huh? Oh, boy. You look down and see the string snap, and you're too distracted by that to react in time when you turn to the side and see a collection of small boulders falling from one of the buildings next to you. Okay, I'm going to turn around if I have a brief second, and I'm going to push whoever was right directly behind me. Get out of the way! And I push them. <laughs> what is our usual marching order? Is it me? Because I'm a lot harder to push than Aslo. <laughs> Shaba, go limp so I can push you! I think I usually take up the rear, because... I have a probably very outdated marching order that says Shaba, Tokus, Aslo. Shaba, Tokus, Aslo. It's probably more like Tokus, Aslo, Shaba now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Alright, so I will shove Aslo out of the way. I don't think you can really react to do that, but he's probably far enough back here. Oh, okay. So Shaba Tokus Aslo is probably our daylight marching order. I was just whereas yeah. Tokus Aslo Shaba is probably mm. our in the dark marching order. And like outdoors, walking through nature versus like exploring a dungeon. Yeah. So I don't have any moment to react is what you're getting at. Well, you made a save, but you did not uh, pass that. Make save. a save. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, the rocks fall, you take eight points of damage from the rocks as they pelt you in your armor, and you end up kind of half buried in it. No, Tokus! It doesn't look like any of these rocks individually are all that big or heavy, but obviously all together, plus the distance they fell, is sufficient to hurt. Yeah, so why don't we dig Tokus out and go investigate the source of these rocks, see if there's like a lever or a... I wonder who rigged this trap. Probably the bears, I'm guessing. Mm, you're probably <laughs> They're right. circus bears. Mm, yes, an astute <laughs> theory. Sentient circus bears, my worst enemy. <laughs> what other kind of bear would you want to hire into the circus? They escaped from Gaidawa's glamorous gallivanters and came here to Eldrazar, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the dragon is the dragon from the circus? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, there was a jailbreak and we didn't hear about it. That's it. Tokus, are you okay? I'm fine. We start digging them out, and we sho- <laughs> shove all the rocks out of the way. You're right in front of me. Why are you talking Yeah, why like are that? you talking like that? You're right here. I'm buried beneath a pile of rocks, guys. Well, you're not Turn actually totally buried, though. You're just kind of, like, so stuck in there. You're only half buried. So we, I grab Tokus by the collar and yank him out. <laughs> I know, but for comedic effect, Tokus would, like, pretend as if he's buried beneath tons of boulders. <laughs> like a huge... Tokus. This is definitely the moment for a comedic effect. For <laughs> right. sure. I'm fine, guys. Don't worry about me. 
You manage to dig him out, yank him out, set him on top of the pile of boulders. Okay. And you try to look around for what might have caused this. You can see that the string that was broken is attached through a series of hooks and small devices up to the top of this building where it looks like it just pulled out a little support and released all of the boulders. Ah. Hmm. So someone doesn't want us entering their lair. Or their homestead. I don't think the bears set this up. It was definitely the bears. No, I don't think so. Be too hard. It's not that they're not too smart enough. Well, it's part of it, but <laughs> they don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> right you are, Token. Regular forest bears or cave bears are definitely smart enough to do this. I suggest we <laughs> take cover again. We do the same thing. We hide. We wait to see if the noise of the falling rocks attracts whoever set it up. Ah, uh. Yes. So we jump behind the pile of rocks or whatever else is nearby. I guess there's buildings too, so we'll do the same thing. Yeah, we just go behind the closest building, behind a wall. And wait for a few minutes. Okay, you could also try to go into one of the buildings if you wanted to. Yeah, that's sort of what I meant, like one of the yeah. little wall structures or whatever. So you jump behind the nearest ruined building as opposed to an intact one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you hide in there. Do you darken yourselves or do you just wait? Yeah, I'll, I'll use the shadow stone again. Yeah, bust out that dark. That is a super cool magical item. There's a reason why I spent a bunch of money on it. Because <laughs> it just saved our lives like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we'd be dead right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. So you wait around for two or three minutes. I haven't heard anything so far. Do you keep waiting? or? No, if we don't hear anything, we'll continue on. Yeah. Maybe the person or the peoples that made this trap are no longer with us. Could be. Could be. So you climb back out, put away the darkness, and keep moving west. Same marching order, but we'll all be a little bit more wary for strings. Indeed. Okay, since Tokus is in front... I really don't think I should be in front, guys. <laughs> You're the only one who can see, unaided. Well, you can all see with the light spell there. Right. Yeah, I still have it on one of my outstretched swords. Which of us is best when it comes to traps? Shaba? You? You're the tank. You just eat the damage. <laughs> You're the self-proclaimed tank of our party. You've rolled your hit dice all three levels that we've advanced, and you've gotten really good scores. Therefore, true. you're the tank. You go first. <laughs> That's what I've won. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. You get to eat the damage. This is your prize. Yeah, let's do an active perception check. From all of us or just me? Just for Tokus, because you're the one in front that's looking for traps and has the best view on him. How perceptive of me. A nine. <laughs> uh, not, not so much. Well then, you're walking along and suddenly the floor begins to fall out from underneath you. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Make another deck save. <laughs> Roll good this time. Fifteen. That is just enough. So the floor slips out. seems like the flagstone was set here, and then it just cracks underneath you. And you grab the edge just in time, and you can see down below there's a set of spikes that have been propped up about 10 feet down. Yikes. I've seen this video game before. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) Yikes, spikes. Uh, I reach over and grab his arm. Togus! Togus, are you okay? Yeah, I move up next to Aslo and help drag him up. My my armor and stuff is really heavy. Can I, I need help? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You pull him up. Oh, thanks, guys. The trap is a relatively small area. It's just like maybe four or five feet across. Mm. Okay. Whew. That was a close one. All right, we go around. 
needless to say. You sure one of you guys don't want to go first? My heart's pumping. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing awesome. Heart is pumping out of his chest. You could not be possibly be doing any better. You're you're great. You're a champion. We believe in you. At this rate, you might even earn yourself a promotion. <laughs> or at least a raise. Focus the last time you made a deck save. I remembered this right after you made it, and then I forgot. And then I remembered it again right after you made your next one. But don't forget to use your inspiration. You've inspired me? For the session. Oh, yeah. Next time you get caught in a trap, which is at this rate is likely to happen, <laughs> use your inspiration. I need to save the inspiration for when we pull the dragon again. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. All right, keep up the good work, buddy. Well and done. I slap you on the back and push <laughs> you forward. Like, keep going. Keep going. Aslo's just like, yes, it's not me. That's why I've hired him. <laughs> you got this, Tokus. How far back are the other two keeping from him? Mm, at this rate, mm, probably 15, 20 feet back. We increase our following distance after that <laughs> second trap. <laughs> I just, like, turn around. I'm like, guys? guys? <laughs> no, no, keep guys? going. You're good. You're good, dude. You're solid. I feel Go like on. I have less support now that you're, like, 20, <laughs> 20 feet back. Azza, why are you 30 feet back? <laughs> totally fine. Sh- Shaba, why does it look like you're 50 feet back? Because I'm 50 feet behind Asla, who's 30 feet back behind <laughs> They're me. actually walking the other way. They just leave me. <laughs> I'll say, like, 10 feet back. I'll stay 10 feet behind Asla. Okay. 15 feet behind Asla. <laughs> Just so I can have like a good, clear, long shot at anything that comes out. Tokus, make another perception check. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Uh, oh goodness! Uh. It's like the Return of the Jedi on Endor, where the two logs come down, one from either side, and just swing down <laughs> and smash your head. <laughs> This time, you're not sure exactly what you did to set it off, but from an adjacent building... The building just falls over on me. (laughs) (laughs) And Tokus was finally dead for real. Succumbed to I'm pretty sure there's going to be listeners that are like, all right, when's he going to actually die? Like, that's now what they're listening to the show for. (laughs) After that previous failure to die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, failure to die. (laughs) Just refused to die. (laughs) <laughs> From a nearby window, you see two arrows fly right in front of you. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Both of them just missed, though. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Did you guys see that? Uh, yeah. That was a close one. Keep going. It's, I finally didn't get hit by the trap. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah, really dude. gaining in skill. You're getting better at this. About these, dodging <laughs> these traps, man. I'm learning. I'm so proud of you, Tokus. Yeah, I'm pleased to see your progress. Uh, in this endeavor. Yeah, keep up that effort, man. <laughs> Great hustle out there. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> All right, do you just keep on walking or do you look at anything? I am I am so distraught. <laughs> this is, this is... At this point, oh, no. I say, Tokus, you're the best trap finder I've ever seen and give you a bardic inspiration. Ooh, bonus. Hang on, we're, we're going to plan for a second, so I'll put my hand up. Okay. Close your fist and open your fist. Closed fist is the stop signal. Stop. It's stop. Yeah, got it. And I turn turn my head back and I say, guys. Yes, Tokus? We're going to make a break for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good luck. And then I say, charge! And Tokus, like, charges through the rest of the hallway. But, wow. like, you guys decide whether or not you're coming with me. All right. Yeah, I stand there. I will jog half-heartedly behind. <laughs> like keeping a nice 20-foot distance. Yeah. Yep. Tokus is just barreling through. Yeah, because when you, you running really fast, like your little legs are going, digger, 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 it's me going, boom, 
boom, boom, boom, like <laughs> like a light jog. You, you're at a brisk walk to keep up. So what's Aslo doing? So okay, so Shaba's following from a distance. I'll just climb up onto uh, Shaba's shoulders and just just hang on. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just Yeah. Just just hitch. I'm, I'm tired. I'm just gonna <laughs> take a break. You guys go ahead. So I'm going full speed. <laughs> <laughs> Make a perception check with disadvantage. Uh, okay. <laughs> I knew it would come to this one day. But you are inspired should you choose to use it. All right. Um, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> my, my rolls weren't awful. I had a 9 and a 15, so I'm going to roll bardic inspiration on this. So I think earlier you were saying I just barely made it with a 14. With a 15. So if I roll really well, that's a 4. 13. So, charging through as quickly as you can, you're not paying a whole lot of attention, but you see just a little bit ahead off the road what seems to be more than just ruins of a building. It actually looks like a low kind of half wall that is level and set up intentionally there instead of as just ruins. (laughs) And it doesn't look like it's an obvious trap, but it does catch your attention. Huh. I look at it as I pass by. As I fly by. (laughs) Huh. Okay, so you just keep on running? Well, yeah, I mean, you guys... I'll turn back to the other two. Hey, do you guys think we should check that out while I'm still sprinting? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, and then Tokus is going to do one of those... Well, you're still running, and when you get next to it, you see a couple short little faces pop over the top, and they look kind of lizard-like, almost. Mm. Oh. And they shoot at you with arrows. Hey! Oh! Uh, we're friends! We're friendly! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Don't shoot so fast. Armor class is 18. Uh, well, that's that's only if I have my shield equipped. Do I whip my shield out? I would assume you always have your shield out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we're exploring a dungeon. You probably have your shield out. You got your shield out. Okay, so I am shielded. Charging through the dungeon with my shield. Traps is going off behind him. I'm going to be an adventurer. Buildings collapsing and things swinging by behind him as he runs. Don't stand still or the dungeon will chop your head. <laughs> you guys can sing along. You know the words now. Like Tokus has been like singing it this whole time. He's been charging through the dungeon. Uh, you're still somewhat caught by surprise here because you're still running and didn't really understand what this structure was. And both arrows strike you. No. Or Ooh, ouch! It's like dum, dum, oh. right in the old armor. Uh, this might be or a good time for me to shield. And five points of damage. But you already told me the damage, so it was too late. Oh. But you you were going to do shield, so... Well, that was like one of those things where my gears were turning. I was like, I should probably shield because it'll stop potentially both of the arrows. Actually, you can't shield while you're surprised. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm with mm. you. Plus, I'm also like sprinting and stuff. There's a lot going on. I think it, it'd be hard to like roleplay <laughs> that. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> hit the button. Uh, let's do initiative. The Damage Guild Podcast. More fun than a barrel of hobgoblins. Well, hello, listeners. Or listener, if you're listening to the show by yourself. How are you guys doing? I hope all is well. So, it's not often that we get really awesome... Well, 
we, we do get a reasonable amount of fan mail from you guys. And for that, we're really thankful. We appreciate um, the appreciation. And uh, today's fan mail comes to us from a particular Nick. Nick says, hi, guys. I love listening to your story. I listen via Spotify while at work, and I'm always itching to wait for the next episode to come out. Keep up the hard work. I wanted to purchase something to help you guys stay in motion. Give me a shout out if you'd like. Well, we decided to. Smiley face. You should mention what's all in your shop more often, too. Some of the items are pretty funny. Nick, thank you so much for... uh, He actually uh, would purchase the Damage Guild, the bag, uh, which is a drawstring bag with our logo on it. Nick, thank you so much for that. And uh, I am going to use your fan mail as the perfect excuse to talk about some of the other items in our shop really quick. So first of all, we've got the Felmendar t-shirt. We've also got party stickers in various sizes and our logo sticker also in various sizes. We've got Aslo's Magic Invisibility Mug, which is, it's a coffee mug that as it heats up, uh, the party actually disappears. Really cool stuff. We've also got the party t-shirt. We've got a couple different styles of pillow, one of which has Stripey on it with his name. The other is a logo. They're both long style, like lounging kind of pillows. I guess the kind of pillow you put on a couch. Uh, We've got Damage Guild, the hoodie. Damage Guild, the ladies' t-shirt. Damage Guild, the men's t-shirt. Shop a monologue t-shirt. This one in particular is great. A dear friend of mine actually bought one. It's hilarious. So it's literally... Jay's iconic I am Shabba, born a crag and thunder, son of Pachaka, last of the Daba Day clan, in exile of the tribe of Rakishan. Some call me Wind Brother, the shadow who wanders the glade, or Hammerstone, breaker of the mountain, defender of friend to creatures great and small. I bid you well met and pray the shoulder of the Ramlord be always at your back. But it gets harder and harder to read as you read it. It's kind of like one of those eye test things you go to the doctor and do, and uh, hopefully you don't feel miserably or you need glasses. There's also another mug, a more normal mug, if you don't like your images to magically disappear. And then, of course, last is the thing I mentioned earlier, which is the bag. We didn't do all that bad. Got all that information to you in a nice, cool three minutes. So let's get back to the adventure. But please consider checking out the shop. You can check out the shop by looking at our main webpage. That's thedamageguild.com slash shop. Or you can click on the word shop top right corner. All right, enough teasing. Let's get back to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Aslo goes on a 15. Shaba goes on a 10. Stripey goes on an 8. Patokas on as an 18. None of you managed to beat me still. Real pretty low, yeah. So. Fatal lizard people. You see a few more poke their heads out from behind this wall in various places. They're multiplying. Pop up, take <laughs> a shot, and duck back down. It's hard to get an accurate count of how many there are. It's my favorite band, the Trogs. <laughs> <laughs> are these Trogs? Do we know that? I roll a species check. A nature check? A species check, actually. Uh, a 14. You actually recognize these as being the lowly kobolds. Kobolds? Really? Whoa. 
kobolds. It's made all the more obvious by what you know about their behaviors and the fact that they like to lay traps everywhere. Okay. Two more arrows from the barrage make it through and strike Tokus for another... They're going after me. Okay, shield. Shield. Can I shield? Okay, yeah. All right, so I'm going to push the button. So right at the last second, you swing your shield towards them, push the button, and it grows around you and blocks the two arrows. Thank goodness. I love how the obelisk was like, Trogs, bears, dragons, but whatever you do, don't go by the kobolds! (laughs) 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 Yeah, about that. That ends my turn. Tokus. Well, they're not fighting fair behind that cover. Nah, dog. So... You gotta blast him out of there. I was gonna say, I, I kind of just want to charge through the door. There's a door, right? Um, not on this side. No. It's, it's not a house, it's just a low wall that they've, like... Yeah, it's like a four-foot high wall, probably. Mm-hmm. He just meant it looked like they had stacked it intentionally like that, rather than it just being like a ruined section of wall. Four feet high? I didn't think kabolds were that tall. Yeah, that's pretty tall for a kabolds. Oh, it's only four feet high? Yeah. They're not that tall. I, I could probably scale that then, couldn't I? They like built a parapet on the top of a four foot wall. There's like a little platform <laughs> behind it that's three feet off the ground. Guys, we built the wall too tall. We need something to stand on. <laughs> yeah. oh, we miscalculated again. Okay, if it's only that high, I could probably like climb up over it. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. All right, so I'm going to run and climb up the wall. Just throw yourself over and hope that you land on one of them. I'm going to say make an athletics or acrobatics check to see if you can do so quickly and maintaining your footing. I would like to make it athletics. (laughs) (laughs) I would really like that it's athletics instead of acrobatics. Do it. And you said disadvantage? No. Oh, okay. I must be hearing things. That's not a very good roll. That was a six. I mean, uh, an eight. It's an eight. Well, you can make it over the wall, but you struggle to do so quickly, and so it's going to cost your whole action to get over. Oh, it eats up my action. Guys, cover me as I'm, like, shimmying over the wall. Working on it! And then do I just, like, roll over and plop on the other side? (laughs) You kind of land on the other side, crouching down. It's actually only about a two-foot drop on this side, and you can see the other cobbleds are just... Crouching low behind the wall. Well, you said it's going to use up my entire action? Yeah. Only half of your action. With your movement rate, it's really supposed to be farther than that to just get to the wall. I was going to give you your action back, basically, if you made the check. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I mean, I'm about to be surrounded by a whole horde of kobolds. Maybe I should, uh, and I've already blown my shield. Okay, I will action surge to take the dodge action. Okay. So Tokus like lands on the other mm. side and he's like, oh, I'm ready. Mm. Nice. All right. That makes sense. Good call. Aslo. So we see him getting shot at and we see their little lizard heads popping up above the wall. So uh, how far away am I from the wall? Well, you're riding Shaba, correct? Yeah. Oh, and we're <laughs> 15 feet back from Tokus. So it's 35 or 40 feet to the wall. So if you delay your action... Then I will shove you by the feet off of my shoulders, like <laughs> as if I were like launching you in, in the pool. You know how you do that thing? And I'll jump at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. you jump at the same time totally. and spring off of me and then roll into a cannonball. And then you can just bowl them all over. <laughs> like in the cartoons. 
Okay, perfect. I'll delay my action. <laughs> <laughs> and like while you're delaying, like you're like talking this out with Shaba. <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to swap you so that you go after Shaba from now on. So, Shaba. I take my turn and just shove you off my shoulders and just like, get off. You gotta name the ability. It's the halfling hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to run up closer first? You'll have to toss me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll let Aslo off my shoulders and take out my bow and take a shot at the kobold. So you're not even moving up? Uh, right, because I'm, what, 35, 40 feet away from the wall? Yeah. So I'll do that. Is this short range for you? They have half cover, so that will be sort of minus two to your attack rolls. I think so. It's one of the few things that doesn't use disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. Um... Let's see. Actually, yeah, maybe I should move up before I do that so that Aslo's within striking distance when he takes his action. Yeah, so I'll move up. That would be great. Till Aslo is 20 feet. You, what's your move, 20 feet? I think it's, gosh, where is it? I think it's, oh, 25, yeah. 25? Okay, yeah, so I'll move up until I'm 25 feet away, and then I'll take a shot at a kobold that I can see. So, 25 minus 2, 23. To hit. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> That is 10 damage. I should have marked him, but I'll do that next time. 10 damage is enough, considering it had one hit point. <laughs> wow. All right. Kobolds are not very strong. <laughs> not so much. Wait, one hit point? I do roll their hit points, but yes, it had one hit point. <laughs> you killed the runt. <laughs> he was just learning. He was a trainee. Oh, well, too bad for him. He shouldn't have shot at you. <laughs> that ends your turn, right? Yes. So, Aslo. Tokus, how many are there? I see a whole bunch, I think. Tokus, you think that there are nine still standing that you can see, and they're all just kind of lined up along the wall. You guys should maybe stay over there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then is the wall just like a section? Is it like a line segment, or...? It stretches along the length of the pathway and then has little side walls that go back about ten feet. I basically want to know if I can try to run around one side of it rather than go over. Uh, it would take more than your normal movement. Okay. You could dash around it. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Dash for my action and go around the side there. And then with my bonus action, I will particularly inspire Tokus again. I listen for the inspiration because like, we don't have eye contact, so you have to, you have to <laughs> say something to me from over the wall. Oh yeah, I shout out, you are a lizard killer. Oh well, well thanks. Aslo. I, I didn't know I didn't know you knew that about me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to used to kill all sorts of lizards. I mean, granted they were like harmless little pet like geckos. And, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's really sad. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I just imagine like Tokus at the pet store and he has like this disdain for the lizard section. <laughs> it goes on a tirade like throwing all the boxes. <laughs> like, I hate lizards. And that's my turn. Hey. Stripey. Stripey will run out of my pack and run up to the nearest kobold and bite him on the... Shouldn't you, like, release Stripey? Like, you launch him? Stripey is too small to climb over the wall, so he would have to run around. Yeah, that's why I was thinking you should, like, launch him. So he'll have to do a move, move, probably, to get to within. Yeah. But he'll try to get, like, in a good position uh, to help Tokus fight. Like, if he's flanking another kobold with Tokus or just somewhere nearby where he's trying to pin one down. Okay. So he runs through and, yeah, he would have enough movement to get into a flanking position. Okay. Okay. Now, my turn. And he barks at them. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a very intimidating. <laughs> Shaba teach you that, Stripey? I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> okay, so the two nearest you drop their bows and pull out daggers. One of them hits for five points of damage. Another one who has a bow steps out of this to the side a little bit to get a better angle and shoots you for four points of damage. No. Guys, don't. Guys. Ouch. The ones that are closest to Stripey stab him twice and shoot him once. Uh, For a combined total of 16 points of damage. Tokus, you said this was going to be a good idea. I I wasn't... You can't take everything I say at face value, Shaba. <laughs> All right, Stripey's not fighting anymore. <laughs> Never trust me again. <laughs> it's not like I was hoping that he would get hurt and killed in combat. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like there's an ulterior motive. Tokus, your turn. <sighs> <sighs> okay, so they're pretty bunched up, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to flank with Stripey, even though begrudgingly, I don't, I don't really want his help, but I think I need it. <laughs> Actually, as a bonus action, I will second wind to start the turn. That may help me make the rest of the decisions with my turn. That'd be nine hit points. Sweet. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's on the higher end. Okay. uh, I mean, yeah, if they're all bunched together, I should probably just green flame blade. Green flame! Green flame! (laughs) That's your line, Aslo. All right. (laughs) Missed it. Here we go. Green flame blade. Okay. Oh, that was very helpful, Stripey. Good boy. <laughs> so that is 20. Okay, well, 20 hits. I will roll the rapier damage. <laughs> that is only four points of rapier damage. Does the green flame blade also add damage to that? Uh, we'll know that the green flame... Um, Jumps. It's going to hit a different target. But it doesn't add damage to the main attack? Yeah, I can't. I can't mm, force it to add damage to the main attack. Uh, although, once Green Flame Blade levels up to like once I grow in my spell casting capabilities, uh, it will start to add fire damage onto the melee attack and when it jumps. But first level, it's just like a normal melee attack, and then it does a little three damage anywhere I want. Mm. What's cool is I don't have to worry about hitting for that three damage. It just does my spell modifier to something else nearby. Okay, so four points of damage and then another three points to the adjacent guy. You stab the one between yourself and Stripey and then shoot the fire off, and the fire is enough to bring down neighboring cobble, but <gasps> your stab is not enough to bring down the one in front of you. But it screams in pain as you set it on fire and kind of runs off into the darkness before falling <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Shaba Alright, I begin to strafe as I'm shooting Like I'm gonna try to circling around the wall So I can get okay. um, a clearer shot If I strafe at one full move Can I get to a point where I can see? Yeah, you can get clear of it with okay. one move And then can I Are there any kobolds that are not next to Stripey or Tokus? Yes There are about three towards the back Okay. Three or four. I'm going to, since I only have one spell slot left, I'm going to not cast Hunter's Mark in this battle because I don't feel like I need more damage. Nope. What would be great is to have more attacks. But well, Hunter's Mark lasts an hour, right? Uh, I thought it was ten minutes. Well, can he, but that was a previous fight. Can he use it again? Well, it's it's time-based, so it, it lasts a certain, oh yeah, concentration up to one hour. Wow. Yeah, so I might still have the old Hunter's yeah, Mark you active. still have it. Okay, nice. 
Right, so One hour? I'll find a dude who's not next to them and... That's so good. I fell off the table. Uh, yeah. Yes. That is a hit. That's a really good ability. Uh, 23 to hit for 8 damage. Alright, you find the biggest, strongest looking one of the bunch and take it down in one shot. <laughs> take that dog lizard, man. <laughs> and the other nearby lizard folk here start screaming a little bit and shattering back and forth to each other. They look worried. I scream back at them. <laughs> Kavaki will have your head on a spike before this day is done. Aslo. Uh, how many of them are left? Seven. Oh, you know what it's time for. The Berserker. <laughs> yeah, you stick just hold out both your sword and twirl. And spin in a circle. In a circle. <laughs> and as I move toward them. Yep. Aslo learns whirlwind. <laughs> are they all, like, ganged up on Tokus right now? Uh, not really. There's the one between Tokus and Stripey. There's another one on the other side of Tokus. And then there are two more behind Stripey and three more behind Tokus. Mm. There's a lots of them. Just go run in yeah. one and kill it. Yeah, I was going to say, are you trying to lay down a cube-sized spell attack? Of yeah, sorts? roughly 15 feet cube, but it doesn't uh, sound yeah. like there, there are a bunch <laughs> within 15 feet of each other, are there? You could maybe get that group of three. If you ran past everything towards the ones that are still using their bows, you could actually get four of them all in one group. All right. If you go to the opposite end of the field here. Sick, dog, sick. That's a pretty good discount. I'll take uh, buy one, get three free. Uh, yeah, so I will hold up one sword aloft in the air and call out, Thunder! Thunder! Thunderwave! Ah! <laughs> and cast Thunderwave at the Cobalts. Okay, and it's con save DC. Uh, DC, something that I'm about to tell you once I find it on my character sheet. They all failed. Okay, so they all take uh, seven damage. Seven thunder damage, to be precise. And they all get blasted back against the wall and die. (laughs) (laughs) So this thunderous boom rings out and echoes throughout the cavern. (laughs) Stripey. Stripey's gonna take a bite or a claw at, uh, is he flanking this one still with Tokus or is it dead? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's try that again. All right, that'll work. That is a 22 to hit, because of the flanking. That hits. And nine damage on that one. And that one was already wounded, so he bites through its leg, leg. kind of breaks its bone, and yeah. falls to the ground. Gets right to the artery. Uh, looks like we're back to me, unless Stripey does something else. He's going to shake his head and make it flail like a ragdoll. <laughs> <laughs> The two remaining enemies seem like they don't want to have anything more to do with you. And they both just start running. That's right. And if you ever come back, we'll kill you. (laughs) Kill you. (laughs) They leap over the wall, since it's just a short climb from this side, and then sprint off across the path. (laughs) And Stripey is able to take a single attack against one of them. Ooh. That's right, he is. Go, Stripey, you got this. Fifteen? Hit. Woo! Four? Oh, ten damage. Dang. All right. <laughs> so, Koval tries to climb over the wall. Stripey turns and 
bites his leg and yanks him back down to the ground. Oh! And keeps him there <laughs> while the one remaining one runs off into the darkness. Nice. <laughs> I mean, Stripey's not too bad at attacking. He's just a little bit lacking in the HP and the AC departments. That's the thing. Yeah. So. Hmm. yeah, I mean, it's very possible we just we don't maybe send him in at the beginning of fights. Mm-hmm. He just bats clean up. Well, if you if you get him close enough to me, for example, I can use my reaction to impose mm. to protect him. Yeah, yeah. Even though Tokus doesn't want to, like I could protect him. Yeah, or maybe you can build like a catapult that folds down onto your back so that when you take off your shield, Stripey hops in, and then you hit a lever, and it flings him <laughs> over <laughs> your head into battle. <laughs> That would be so sick, bro. That would be amazing. <laughs> Stripey pulled. Maybe you can just get badger barding. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can put some armor on him. That's a good idea. What's that? Barding is armor. Barding is like what you put on a horse, like the tournament horses for, for in medieval times. Armor. It's just horse armor. I mean, could we equip Stripey with some stuff? We we did talk about getting him dentures or braces. Yeah, steel-tipped or claws and stuff. Wolverine claws. Or, yeah, adamantine claws, right. Well, if I'm going to be working with animals like Petunia anyway, like maybe I'll learn a thing or two about incorporating like machinery into stripey yeah definitely you could give petunia adamantine claws <laughs> <laughs> that's true that'd be cool i mean if i can't get rid of stripey at least i could turn him into a robot and mind control him or something <laughs> yeah fair <laughs> all right took his turn now do you want to do anything with the remaining i'm spending my turn pretending to write up schematics that would involve hollowing out stripey's head with okay that's, i don't want to waste my turn what am i doing <laughs> they're running away there's just the one cobble left and it's oh. at the edge of your dark vision you can barely see it all right, I'm going to load up a fire vial. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, like that last snowball in the movie Elf style. <laughs> it's like 100 feet away. <laughs> it, it does have a range of 120. <laughs> but your sight only has a range of 60. Oh, you should do that just for the effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's at the edge of my dark vision. I rolled a 16. That hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that, that, that would be a, a 19. Ah, uh, the damages. Four points of damage. That is not enough. So oh, no! the vial explodes oh, on his back, but he continues to stumble and run through the darkness. Shaba, actually no one else can see him because mm. he's in the dark. Right. Dang it. He's running to the other kobolds and will be swarmed. I push over their stupid wall <laughs> with my action. <laughs> It's a little more than you could do in one action. I just kick it real hard. No, I just put my <laughs> foot up against it and just shove and just knock over a bunch of stones and go, take that wall. <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> I think we can call this battle finished. Victory is ours! <laughs> so can we loot the bodies? We always forget to loot the bodies. Yeah, we do. Let's do that. Let's loot the bodies. While you guys loot the bodies, I'll destroy the wall fully. Yeah. All right. So you're just leaning hard into this wall and shoving over the mm-hmm. the top few stones. And it looks like they actually did build a little like support platform behind it so they could actually stand up there. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. That's <laughs> they amazing. built a parapet onto the back. <laughs> Get it, guys? Because they're so short. <laughs> 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 Uh, 
Get it, Tokus? They're short like you? I, I get it, Chabu. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither of us are laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're just rolling our eyes. Chabu and his short jokes. It's all he's been telling lately. You know, and I say this as an aside to Aslo. So, so that Shaba can't hear him. Like, you know, is there something going on with Shaba? Because he's really been like digging into us lately with these short jokes. You think you think there's something going on? I think he actually realizes how tall he is now. So now he's like, it's just like a recent development for him. He's learning. <laughs> do, do you think that he like doesn't like feel like he fits in like with the rest of us? Because like you and I were pretty similar. Like I also yeah. I almost considered rolling a different hero when I learned. Like that you were also short <laughs> and that you also had curly hair and like <laughs> roll hero. What is this roll hero you speak of? No, I, I no, I almost considered changing my entire existence as low because I met wow. you. You must be a powerful wizard <laughs> fighter, dude. I think Shaba just feels left out cause he's too tall and he just makes short jokes to make himself feel better. <laughs> being so tall. <laughs> he like cuts off both of his legs and he's like, Look guys, I wanna be like you. I just wanna be like part of the group. Whoop de doo. You wanna be yeah. like you? I mean us. Whoop de doo. <laughs> so Alright, we loot those bodies. Yeah, yeah, we loot the bodies. Like a lot. We loot the bodies that are on the floor. Loot the bodies on the floor. Loot the bodies. That's what I was going for. Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. I heard you. You're reading my musical radar. I gotcha. Loud and clear. I heard you. I just couldn't think of anything witty to say. You find 62 copper coins of ancient make. Ancient? Oh, maybe they're worth more than coppers since they're so ancient. Maybe they're like collector's items. Ooh, do we get to see the face of the Empire from back then? The Emperor? It's not the emperor's face, but there's, like, this palace-looking structure on it. Nice, mm. dude. We must find this palace. And then if you flip it over, there's the Towers of Arcanomicon. <laughs> <laughs> they do exist. Come visit. No? <laughs> 33 silver and 37 electrum. Oh. Electrum. Electrum, nice. This is your first time actually seeing it, because this currency went out of use quite a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And the inscription around the edge says, In Arconomica we trust. <laughs> Have we yet determined how many towers of Arconomica there are? Are there? We assumed that there were two, but are there like five, all just like in a row? You don't know. No one's really sure. <laughs> are they also in the same location? Because when you say the towers of Arconomica, like maybe... That's true. Maybe there are five towers of Arconomica on like the different Spread continents. Throughout and they're the actually interconnected through a series of like complex... A vast, complex yeah. underground network of tunnels. And it like forms a net around our world that keeps us safe from the infernals that are maybe descending upon our planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, hypothetically. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously Tokus is embellishing this a little bit, but, you know, it's, it's, it could be. It could be possible. I say we write it down and just make it fact in our minds. I think that's so cool, though, when you have, like, these towers that aren't necessarily together. They're just, like, connected. Hmm. They were set up for, like, an ancient mage society's network for teleporting from place to place. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. Well, it's just throwing <laughs> ideas out there <laughs> into the universe. And just in case the universe is listening, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the universe is listening. <laughs> Dear universe, I still hear the pitter patter of little feet as the cobbled runs off. <laughs> the pitter patter of little cobbled feet. It's okay. He can tell his friends that we're really scary. 
and then they come <laughs> after us. <laughs> as far as other things on the bodies, you don't find much of use. They've got some scraps of food, some kind of meat, and just their weapons, daggers, short bows, which all look pretty crude. Yeah, nothing really worth anything. Yeah, that's all right. We'll leave it here. They're like made out of dragon's teeth. Like, oh, wow, that's Ooh. interesting. Okay. Continue on down the path. Yes. And it's not very much farther. You feel a kind of breeze blowing in your faces as you walk. Oh, not another breeze again. The last breeze was really scary. You take a few more steps and see before you a vast chasm that opens in the ground, cuts straight through the path, and extends as far as you can see in any direction. Wow. Uh, and that's it? No side tunnels or anything? Nope. Huh. So it's just a huge antechamber, like a... No, it's a chasm. The path leads up to this cliff that drops down, and it looks like this chasm was not here when the city was originally here. Because uh, the path just kind of mm. leads straight to it and ends. Yeah. Do you guys think that this is where those demons came up? Yes, I do. Mm. I think this is exactly where they came up. Uh, how wide is the chasm? As far as you can see. Oh, wow. It's like... No, I, I meant how like far across. As far as you can see. As far see. as we can see, which is dark vision and or whatever. So it's oh. as far as we can see like across, but also in either direction? Yes. And uh, down and up as well? Well, not up, but okay. down. down. Just yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. You can actually see the ceiling most of the way through this whole cavern, at least with the dark vision. Guys, I think we've reached the end of the world. I agree. I was hoping there'd be mithril, but... Yeah, I was too. Oh, you know, maybe this is what they meant when they, like, you know, crossed it crossed out. Crossed it out, because you can't get to the mine anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. Or it doesn't exist. Yeah. Because it got hosed by this big chasm that opened up. All right, so maybe those previous adventurers are actually pretty trustworthy after all. Yeah. Well, let's start digging for mithril. All right. <laughs> Take out some shovels. Do we, like, lean over and look down into the chasm, like, kind of precariously? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I would like to precariously look down, but I'm, I'm going to... A bear comes up behind you and just gives you a shove. <laughs> a little push. I'm going to reach up oh, and runs away. Oh, who doesn't have opposable thumbs now, sucker? What a jump. That's a way laughing. <laughs> It's a really good bear burn. It's like a yogi bear laugh. Hey, boo boo bear. There we go. Um, so I'm gonna reach out and here you can you can brace or maybe somebody grabs my hand. I hope somebody grabs my hand, otherwise I might fall in. <laughs> you just do a trust like trust fall like, like a trust fall. Like, hey guys, someone grab my hand. Whoa! <laughs> Why did you grab my hand? <laughs> we needed more warning tokens and Tokus was dead. On his tombstone just says too trustworthy. <laughs> not for, that's not what happens at all. No, 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 no. No. No, really, that's not what happens. <laughs> let's do this. Why don't you just uh, we'll just get down on our on our bellies and, and crawl yeah, up. Let's and do stick that. Let's over that way. Yeah, I wanna I wanna look inside the chasm. You peer into the abyss and the abyss peers back. Oh no, Ooh. it's looking so hard at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look down and it's just jagged cliff walls straight down. Mm. 
Man. You don't see any light like you do up here with the sporadic fungus growing here and there. Interesting. (laughs) The walls. Do I feel any, like, sensations, like, culty kind of magic or, like, demonic? (laughs) There's demon sweat dripping off the walls (laughs) from when they were trying so hard to fly all the way out of that chasm. It was really laborious. I think out of the whole party, Tokus might be the one that's most in tune with the demonic, perhaps. Yeah. Why don't I make a demon check? (laughs) Demon (laughs) blood check? Cursed blood check? Blood curse check. Here we go. All right, that was a really bad check. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> I rolled a three. Yeah, looking down there, you don't really see anything. You can hear again more like distant water dripping sounds, and you also hear and feel the wind, just the updraft coming out of the chasm, louder than any other sounds that might be echoing up there. Does this remind you guys of anything? Yeah, I feel like I was just here, Shaba. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. What about? What about that secret passage we found in the sewers? Mm, no, not at all. That wasn't what I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> what were you talking about, Shaba? Lavik Mine. Uh, do you want to drop me down? And No. I do not want to drop you down this chasm. <laughs> Remember in Lavik Mine when we found that big chasm after all the monsters emerged and chased out and killed all the miners? Mm. Yeah. Same type of chasm. It is a lot like that. Wait a minute. Are you trying to say that they're related? Precisely. Hmm. It could be. What I'm trying to say, Tokus, is that this happened hundreds of years ago when these uh, creatures came from the underworld and chased out the dwarves, and Lobic Mine happened, uh, like last month. Yeah, that was a lot more recent. We, we need to look into, like, the record of, like, seismic versus... Underworld beings rupturing the, you know, surface. To the library! (laughs) (laughs) We must speak with Conan. Just appear back in the library. We must do some research. (laughs) On undocumented seismic events. Wait, if it's undocumented, why would you be looking in the library? <laughs> because those that would be the place where all the people know what happened that didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to maintain history is not writing it down, as we all know. Yeah. All right, well, guys, yeah, unless either one of you wants to descend even further into the darkness of this endless chasm of death and mayhem, then I suggest we head back. Although, question... Which direction did the Cabald run? It ran north. <laughs> it ran off the cliff by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so you were headed west. They were parked on the south side of the road, and then they ran off north. And there's another tunnel that goes up that way, or it's just open? It's just open. This is a massive okay. cavern. Huh. I mean, you're also seeing occasional like stalagmites, stalactites, so it's not completely smooth here or anything. Mm. Yeah, sure point of interest before we turn around and leave. Mithril's a really big deal. It is. You sure we don't want to look around? Yep. At the risk of dying? Pretty sure. Definitely not worth dying for. Yeah. I agree. I, I would love to get some Mithril, but... But we might die without it, Shaba. And, like, Tokus's greed is really, like, showing through or, or interest in finding some Mithril. He's like, guys, like, I don't want to leave. Yeah, Wait, I just turn around <laughs> and start walking back toward the obelisk. <laughs> Yeah, you know where else we could uh, possibly find great treasure? Place like uh, like a temple, you know? 
Mm, temples usually have lots of rich stuff. People sometimes leave valuable things there. All right, all right, all right. All right I'll come with you guys. But Tokus <laughs> looks down the chasm another longingly glance, hoping to see a glint of the famed Mithril below. Do I see anything? Something catches your eye as you look down, but then you realize a second later that it's just a bit of wet rock. <laughs> It's just a bear, a circus bear, <laughs> hanging from a rope, waving at you. <laughs> With a little mirror, like, shining it back up at you. Hi! Hi, I'm Barry! His name's Barry. Come down here, I have lots of myth. <laughs> gotcha! And then he just descends down the rope. <laughs> See you later! <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you! <laughs> Dude, the bears in this cave are a bunch of jerks, man. Yeah, they are really mean. <laughs> Right, reluctantly, I'll turn around and walk back to where the other two are. You turn back and begin taking the path eastward again towards the obelisk. And as you do so, you begin to hear in the distance sounds of loud pounding, almost like a drum beating like rhythmically through the cavern. Boom drums. Boom drums. Drums. Deep. deep. <laughs> Shaba takes out his drum and starts beating a tune. <laughs> starts going with the beat. But then he's like, guys, we should probably hide. Like, real fast. It's a good rhythm. 